They've been hit by Hurricane Fiona, and they're trying to figure out the damage. Amanda McDougall is the mayor of in Cape Breton, and uh, she joins me now. Um, mayor McDougall, first of all, uh, how, how how's it going? You were just wall up there. Yeah, it's been. Um, it feels like it was longer than seventy two hours ago. Let me say that um, we just got out of a briefing with our council and staff members of our ECC and. Uh, kept saying things like, oh, yeah, a couple days ago, but really that was yesterday. Um, it's It's been surreal. It's been stressful, um, worrisome, and we're still, quite frankly, in the thick of it. Yeah, so you said the mayor of Cape Breton Regional Municipality. Uh, mayor, would you go talk, talk a bit about the damage like the um, to the island and, and how badly it was battered? Because it's, it really took the brunt of it. Sure did. Yeah, the Atlantic provinces in general did too, and we're thinking about our friends in PEI, Newfoundland, um, but listen, anywhere you look here, there's down trees, power lines, power poles. Um, I think some of the most upsetting things I've seen are people's homes uh, and their businesses just decimated, right? And uh, we're just trying to get our feet under us in terms of taking care of emergency situations, making sure that displaced people have shelter, making sure that there's comfort centers so people can charge right. electronics, get water, things like that. But it's, um, yeah, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's, it, it's really, especially having this, you know, couple moments to reflect and be like, Holy cow, what happened in the last few days? I can hear it in your voice. Actually. Like I, 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 I can hear the emotion and yeah. I don't know if people realize, I don't know if anyone's been a chance to be out, have our listeners, and I, many of them have, to be to Cape Breton. Actually, my wife just uh, circumnavigated Cape Breton and the Polar Princess, the uh, the polar the, the icebreaker she's oh, spent a lot of time yeah. there with Jeff Green. And, so, so, and we've gone out there a lot. I love it out there. It's a community like almost no other, right? Like people are close. And this is devastating. Like the whole island's a family. Indeed. You know, we are an island. And I think... It's just that island people have a different mentality. It uh, doesn't matter if you're in cold water or hot water. But, um, yeah, it's hard. And people are taking care of each other, which is remarkable and beautiful. So, you know, we also are home to Cape Breton University, which hosts thousands of international students. And, you know, I was going to City Hall yesterday, and I, I looked down one street in Sydney and saw the entire street filled with students, filled with students from India, from everywhere, um, cooking, cooking outside, taking care of one another, and then also, you know, our locals enjoying as well. Like, it's bringing people together in a beautiful way, um, but I can't, that doesn't, that doesn't take away from, from the sadness, because it is, it's, it's a sadness to see our community just beat down so hard. By I, the, I, I, the Prime Minister announced the uh, military's coming. Are you, are you getting help from the military? Yep, we have 60 folks from um, the National Defense right here. Uh, they're on the ground now. They actually came, uh, their their major came to us in council today to explain exactly what they're doing. So they're supporting Nova Scotia Power and all the entities that have come here to, to work with restoration efforts. And there's another 70 from the mainland coming and more to come yet. So really important because... Nova Scotia Power cannot restore power to the 180,000 people that are without right now, without those trees and debris removed. And, you know, people might think, oh, a couple trees down. No, this is 100-year-old, gigantic, Is that right? Like, give me a sense of it. Like, how how many trees do you have, even a a mayor, any sense in Cape Breton? 
we're a beautiful, beautiful island full of forest and people, right? And surrounded by the sea. So we are, you know, sparsely populated, huge in geography. There are trees everywhere. And we pride ourselves on being such a green, gorgeous tree city, too, in Sydney. Um, but there are trees everywhere. I, I saw a house in Glace Bay yesterday, and I'm not joking when I say there's 12 enormous trees laying on this house. It is remarkable that Twelve the house trees? Oh I'm my. sure. It's huge. And so think it's like how is we're going to be I think I lost you, Mayor. Hang in there. Hang on. We're going to stay with you. I think your line cut out. And I'm not surprised, by the way. Uh, I'm speaking to Amanda yeah. McDougall, the uh, mayor of the regional area in Cape Breton. Ma- mayor, you're back, Mayor McDougall? I got you. I got you. I, I can still kind of hear you. Yeah, this this is what it's like. Uh, spotty coverage from Amanda McDougall, the, the mayor of Cape Breton. You can hear the pain. Like, you know, here, you know, the sun comes up again and, and it's been 72 horrific hours. And if you know Cape Breton and, and the province of Nova Scotia, it was just walloped. And all all through it, Cape Breton was especially hit hard. And places like Anaganish and uh, other places just uh, really walloped. Now, now we're going to speak, you know, in Port of Basque later in, in Newfoundland, but that whole area, military's there, and there have been states of emergencies, and the and 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 you know, people have lost power, and and yet there's a resilience here, and I and I just, you know, I you know, we always stand by our incredible fellow Canadians as people are raising money for the Red Cross and there's a national appeal for humanitarian that the uh, relief that the government will match for 30 days and 176 people spent the night in a Red Cross shelter uh, on Saturday. So uh, in that area. So this is like a real big problem in in that, just that area alone, uh, especially the North part right now, if you've probably heard about the Cabot trail, Nell's Harbor, Devastating damage around the northern part there. So that uh, part of the world, which is not only is it an island, but, you know, it's a it's a it's an ocean out there. And so the wharves and this is lobster season, by the way, it's lobster fisher season. So um, that's a big issue. What are happening to the wharves? Um, uh, some flights are coming in and out of the Halifax Stanfield International Airport. Actually, my wife is flying out there later today. Uh, because her ship is out there, you know, uh, she, the ship that she works on, and for, for students on ice, they're out there. They had tucked into a harbor on the east coast, on the southern east coast of uh, Nova Scotia to ride out the storm, and they were good. Oh, we got the mayor back. And so they were safe, but my God, I, I know, Mayor, welcome back. It's lobster season out there. Like, what what's happening to the industry itself and, and those who rely on getting out in the water? Are the wharves all damaged? Oh, shoot. Can you hear me? I got you. I got you. Okay, good. Um, So thankfully, uh, the different local uh, fishing areas, most of them are shut down, but there's different seasons of fishing that are taking place right now. Um, I would like, my dad's a fisherman. So anytime there's bad weather, the boys and gals know to bring their gear in. And so um, that's really not, it's not prime time for fishing here, which is great. Um, However, the infrastructure that is necessary to keep our fishing industry alive has been heavily, heavily damaged. We're talking about wars, we're talking about boats, yeah. we're talking about even the small fishing villages. So I'm from a place called Manadu. There's about 186 people who live in the village. 
64 fishing licenses. Um, it, it took a beating. The roads yeah, are in rough shape. Um, you know, people's houses have been destroyed. All of that goes into our industry, too. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's really, really tough to see. Yeah. Now, now I, I guess, so, so lobster season, I guess, is what, May? Yeah, May 15th to July 15th. July 15th. That's lobster season, right? So it's not yeah. lobster season. But then there's, yeah. there's crab. There's, there's crab. Yeah, jeez. So I, did, I just, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, listen, um, you got a long cleanup ahead. Do you have any idea when you get things back to normal? No. And, and that's the sad part when people are asking, um, so, okay, when, when can we expect it? Like, I don't even know when power is coming back, right? Um, we're living off generators. Fuel shortages are very, very imminent. Um, thankful to get information today that Imperial Oil, they have a tank farm here in Sydney. They finally got power back. So some of the uh, service stations that can provide gas will able to be will be able to be refilled. Right. Um, yeah, you had people waiting in, in lineups as long as five and a half, six hours last night uh, just to get a fuel for the generator. Well, listen, Amanda McDougall, Mayor, I, I don't know how you're sleeping, and, but you're getting it done. Um, we're, we're, our thoughts are going out to the great citizens throughout Nova Scotia and, of course, the island of Cape Breton, which is just fantastic. Uh, take care, Mayor McDougall, and thanks for taking some time, some precious time out of your, out of your day to talk to Canada. I appreciate it. Well, listen, thank you for your thoughts, for your concerns, and um, just keep us all in your prayers. We sure will. Uh, we're saying a okay. prayer for the good folks in Atlanta, Canada. Thanks. And apologies for screwing up lobster season there. Lobster season's May. My wife's going to kill me for that.